the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. In our Gospel reading today, our Lord Jesus Christ encounters uh, Simon Peter, Andrew, James, John, who would later become apostles, who would later turn the world upside down, these uneducated fishermen, that is to say, and he uh, tells them, of course, and that what they did for a living, as you know, was they fished. They were commercial fishermen. Uh, fishing for them was not, uh, a, you know, a, a recreational pursuit <laughs> like it is for us. It was their livelihood. And uh, so he tells them, he says, I will make you fishers of men. And then he audaciously says, follow me. Leave those nets behind. I have new nets for you to use. And the, uh, the object of those efforts will be the souls of human beings. Well, the fishing that they had been familiar with was not a leisurely affair, nor was that form that came was to come a leisurely affair. We know that the apostles suffered greatly. They lived hard lives. They didn't ride around in limousines or jet planes or uh, eating at fancy banquets. I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm just making a point here. Their life was day in and day out very, very hard. And in the midst of all of that, they made evident to those whom they encountered, not only by their words, which were important too, believe me, because they did preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, but they backed it up with what was in their hearts. They lived the life. They walked the walk. And this really became the bait, as it were, as they were fishing for the souls of those lives whose, whom they encountered in daily life. We must remember that God does not want anybody to perish. He wants every single human being that he has ever made in his own image to have eternal life. The fact is, though, we are separated from him because of sin. And there needs to be a healing, a reproachment, if you will, between us and him. And it has to be authentic. And it has to start in the heart and work its way out. And we know that the apostles, before they had the Holy Spirit from Pentecost, uh, fell flat on their face over and over again. The Lord, it, seems, it seemed as though he was making the point, you cannot do this apart from me, and I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove it to you. <laughs> so you have this string of failures, uh, and he chastises them over and over and over for their lack of faith, their lack of obedience, their lack of following him. But he says to them here in this initial encounter, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. 
because I love every single human being that has ever been created or ever will be created. I don't want one single soul to perish. And your life is going to be the evidence to this watching world of the kingdom of God. And so that's what we see in the lives of, the, of these uneducated fishermen who turn the world upside down. As they preach the gospel, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That is the gospel. Uh, Dimitri Staniloy, the uh, well-known Romanian theologian, Father Dimitri Staniloy, I should say, writes, uh, he says in his, uh, in his book on spirituality, he writes, if the goal of Christian spirituality is mystical life or union with God, then the path to it includes the ascent that leads to this peak. How many times do we see St. Paul uses this kind of analogy, these kinds of analogies related to athletics or athletic competition, physical training, uh, ascesis, the ascetical life. Uh, if we want to, to know God, if we want to be close to God, if we want to have God in us, it doesn't happen in a leisurely way. Catching fish in a natural way takes, takes an effort, but it takes an even greater effort uh, in a spiritual sense. Now, one point I want to make to you today that you already know, but I just want to remind you of it, is he calls you and I to become fishers of men as well. This was not a calling that was just uh, reserved for the apostles. He wants each and every one of us to become the temple of the living God. He wants the virtues of God, the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, if you will, to be made manifest in our lives to this watching world that is full of hopelessness. He wants us to be fishers of men. And he gives us the grace that we need to do that. We're not selling books or vacuum cleaners. We're not some clever marketing uh, outfit. For people to be touched by the life of God, we can't give them something that we do not have ourselves. So even as we are emerging, hopefully emerging from this pandemic, we've had a, over a year of uh, virtual isolation in many ways. Let us, let us contemplate what God wants in us to change. What he wants in us to speak not only to ourselves, but to others. And as we have said many times, we know that what God does in our life has a rippling effect. And it can be beneficial to others as well. So let us be willing to uh, pay the price. Let us be willing to work. Let us be willing to change. We need to be in touch with what is going on inside of our hearts. 
whatever things that need to change, let us work with God to change those things. That kind of a transformation in one life will ripple out to countless others. This is a great privilege to be a participant in this ministry. But it was not reserved, this being becoming fishers of men was not reserved just for the apostles. It's for you and for me to make, make manifest to this watching world, this world that is full of pain and suffering, the love of God, the authentic love of God that he has for every single person. When he told the, uh, you know, the fishermen to bring up their nets, you know, those presumably there were many different types of fish in those nets. Just like there are many different types of people in this world. God loves them all the same. It doesn't matter to him. Rich, poor, black, white, green, yellow, uneducated, educated, accomplished, unaccomplished. It doesn't matter to him because every single soul is precious. And we better have that perspective ourselves. And if we don't, we need to repent. That's his perspective. And so we, we have the ministry that we have is not really our purview to say, well, we only minister to this certain group of people. No, it's for anybody and everybody that comes seeking the kingdom of God. And even in our walk out in the world as we encounter people, it's important for us, as many have written in the past, to recognize the image of God in every single person we encounter, no matter who they are. To pray for them, to love them, and to be available to share the testimony that we have for what God is doing in our life. But we can't share something we don't have. So we got to work on it. Every single one of us, myself being the first and foremost of all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.